Welcome to the Inspiring You Show, where we shine a light on healing whole health in our lives. We believe that in healing your story, you can transform your life, and we are here to provide hope, tips, tools, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in this journey called life. I'm Henry, an intuitive empath, mindfulness meditation teacher, dowsing and Reiki master teacher, and energy healer. This, my friends, is a vibrational experience, a remembering of the truth of who we are. This content is light encoded to insist you in your journey if you wish to receive for your highest good. The topic is change your lens, shift your perspective. Okay, people, if you want to become more aware, more awakened, more realized, more conscious, or as some kids say, more woke, well, you want to begin by checking in with yourself and also then allowing yourself to let go of judgment, blame, pointing fingers, and take a pause on the circuit you may have been on and really leaning into the energy of curiosity. And when you lean into the energy of curiosity, this then really allows you to change your lens of perception of how you may be viewing. It allows you, this curiosity allows for a spaciousness to come in. It allows you to put on a mindful lens put on a mindful lens and to observe maybe the patterns, programs, and the habits that your human may currently be caught in. And when you put on this mindful lens and you really lean into this energy of curiosity, you then really allow yourself to zoom out, zoom out the mindful lens to really see what situations you have been in. Because what can end up happening is in our human experience, we can, if you will, be in a really close-up shot that we may not have full perspective. So by allowing ourselves to zoom out of the situation, you then gain a broader view from the zoomed out place. This really allows you to take on that observer role. Then like an anthropologist, you can view humans, including yourself, through the viewfinder in everyday life, kind of like you would, you know, when you're watching television where there's a drama, comedy, or dramedy series on TV and it's unfolding. In some ways, you know, you turn the TV on and you either pull up a chair or sit on the couch and you're just viewing what's happening on that television set. So if you look at in terms of life, in some ways, life is like that in terms of ongoing TV series that are unfolding around you. And so if you look at it from this point of view, in some ways you can kind of pull up a chair and from the observer role, kind of see what drama, comedy, dramedy series are sort of unfolding in your own life. And then using mindfulness strategies and tools, you can mindfully note what programming you or maybe others around you may be caught in. And what you want to do is utilize the energies of curiosity, compassion, care, growth mindset, learning, wanting to expand consciousness, wanting to clear unconsciousness to allow for the consciousness, interest in growing self, beyond the limited point of where the human may be. So you use mindfulness tools to observe, to observe any programming or patterns 
that are being called to release. And so this is where you take note of the stories that you're telling yourself. So that's where if you do watch television and, you know, when you're watching a TV series and, you know, you're into it in the first couple episodes and then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, wait, why isn't this progressing in terms of the storyline? And then all of a sudden, two episodes later, there's the shift that you possibly were wanting earlier. Well, in some ways, you know, you have been a, if you've been watching television, you've been a spectator in watching television and watching stories and series unfold. So you can take that skill set to yourself and take note of the stories that you're telling yourself, like what TV series are you currently in that maybe you're wanting to renew for another season? Or maybe that show has has been, that show was done, it was done well, and now it's time for it to come into completion, right? Maybe that show is ready um, to be shelved. And that's completely okay because you're in gratitude for all that you learned and experienced. And now you're ready for a new type of series to come in. So take note of the stories that you're telling yourself. You know, what are you telling yourself? What are the thoughts with these stories? Are these stories then connected to programs and patterns in terms of the human? Are they beneficial or are they being called to be released and cleared to shift? And as you observe current storylines, programs, patterns you're in, see if you can see your past self or current self in them. See if you can connect story dots to the past to the present. See if you can witness your own patterned programs and see if there are any aha moments or insights. And if you do, congratulations. That means you are realizing. You are releasing unconscious to allow consciousness in. You are expanding from a fixed mindset to a growth mindset. And my friends, this is when it gets exciting. This is when you can clear the human and you can really clear these programs, patterns, masks, archetypes, non-beneficial beliefs from the human to really allow more light and uplift and expand your awareness and consciousness. That being said, if at this moment you aren't having any insights, that's okay too. The thing is, it's about the practice, 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 which is why I mentioned in terms of utilizing the example of watching television. Because if you've watched a lot of television, you know the different type of storylines, the different type of you know, shows from dramas, comedies, dramedies, etc. And so you can utilize that experience as a skill set to your own life and the stories that you may be in that may be called to be cleared and released to allow a new type of storyline to come in. And with that then, with storylines, so within storylines, we can have certain patterns And then in the patterns, there can be programming because with patterns come programming. So here's an example just last month that I noted in my own human. I saw 
injustice with a hint of anger programming, which was uncomfortable. And yet I also had a moment of, oh, that realization moment was like, oh, this is something here that is being called to the surface to be cleared, to allow myself then to be, allow myself to be cleared and shifted. I also noted some victim programming, which again, not comfortable. And what surprised me was this good girl programming that I saw. I really, in my own experience, in terms of my human, I I don't think I ever really um, observed or acknowledged how much the good girl programming was operating in my life. And so that was really interesting. And also I had some fear and anxiety programming that I had to clear and release. Um, overall though, I would say the most surprising was seeing good girl programming. Um, and then after I noted and realized I did the Reiki mindful strategy, which I've spoken about before, um, brains, breathe, recognize, allow, investigate, nurture, shift. And then I, when I was ready to fully clear it, I did a dousing energy healing for myself to fully clear and allow a shift and upgrade my system. Okay, so throughout this whole process, I was in discernment. So I was in neutrality with the energy of curiosity as I observed within me to see and understand where my human was in her storylines, if you will, her patterns, her programming. And it's really programming. And in terms of programming, like I mentioned before, in terms of television, think of it like watching your TV. And if you have watched TV for a certain amount of years, over time, programming has changed. And how it has been delivered has also changed from broadcast to cable to streaming. It's incredible how it's changed. Or look at how your phone, in terms of its programming with its operating system, the operating system on your phone gets updated quite a bit. It changes because someone or the team takes note of what is glitching in the programming. And then they rewrite the codes and send us all the updates to our phone's operating systems. Well, people, your human is similar in terms of being programmed by thoughts, beliefs, stories, being told to self repeatedly. And all of this may have worked at one time and been incredibly beneficial. Yet now at this present moment, this programming may no longer be beneficial and is being called to be cleared to allow yourself, your human, to upgrade its operating system. I think this is called innovation. Innovation for its part can refer to something new or to a change made to an existing product, idea, or field. One might say that the first tele the first one might say that the first telephone was an invention. And then the first cellular telephone either 
in invention or innovation. And then the first smartphone in innovation. So innovation means to improve or to replace something, for example, a process, a product, or a service. Innovation is a process by which a domain, a product, or a service is renewed and brought up to date by applying new processes, introducing new techniques, or establishing successful ideas to create new value. So if we have updated our TVs, our phones, and so much more, People, people, why aren't we wanting to update our human as well? And whether or not you call it innovation or evolution or evolving, it still remains to be the same in terms of like the, we still need to update then and allow ourselves to evolve or innovate ourselves beyond from where we were in our childhood into our adulthood. So the tools that I use are mindfulness meditation, Reiki and dousing energy healing, and I also do kundalini yoga meditation. I journal. Those are all tools, and there's some other tools that I use as well, but those generally are just all tools that I use to support my human, and I find that are just um, easy tools to use and have also supported me in terms of my own healing and transformation. So I'm going to encourage all of you to take time using whatever tools resonate for you. The tools that I use may not resonate with you and that's completely okay. There are a lot of tools out there, people, a lot of tools. So you just have to find what resonates. And I will say in terms of tools, if you try something once and you're like, uh, allow yourself, allow yourself to, allow yourself to try the tool at least five times because sometimes the human can have some resistance programming and if there's resistance programming, then immediately there could be some thoughts of like, oh, this isn't working. And that could actually then shut down the tool from even allowing it to do its thing because the resistance program is so strong. So allow yourself to try something five times before you really decide one way or another. So take time to meditate, journal, reflect, and observe any possible programming that is being called to be released from the human, to be updated, to allow a more beneficial way of being with ease, grace, and a joy, with joy and abundance. And if you are having a challenging time noting what programs you may be caught in, then a way that can be helpful is to venture out into the world and go out and participate in, you know, if you, when you go to the grocery store or when you go out and about to the grocery store or to a restaurant or wherever, take note of what your human clues in on around them. 
your body has so much infinite intelligence. It is always giving you sensations and letting you know what's happening. It has so many clues. And so it's all about, you know, just picking up the clues and, and getting in tune with how your body is delivering them to you. And with mindfulness, compassion, and discernment, another thing is, like, what are you noticing in others in terms of their programming? In a mindful way with discernment, begin to recognize that what you may be viewing in another could be what is being called within you to become aware to then eventually be cleared and updated. So what can happen is people's, people whose personalities and actions push our buttons, they can be some of our greatest teachers. So how, how do you even, so how do you even recognize that within? So will seeing it through someone else can really help your human? Because oftentimes, too, sometimes we can't even recognize something that we're caught in or recognize ourself within, without. And so seeing it through someone else can really help us. So seeing it through someone else can really help your human. And these individuals can possibly be serving as our mirrors and teach us what needs to be revealed about ourselves. And seeing what we may not like in others, even though that can be definitely uncomfortable, my friends, this is where the treasure is though. (laughs) Because when you feel that uncomfortable, which I have been there, I was just there last week visiting. (laughs) When you are there, that's the treasure. So seeing what we may not like in others, yes, that can be uncomfortable and we want to recognize that. Yet that can really support us looking deeper inside ourselves for similar traits and challenges that are being called to heal, balance, and clear to then allow for a shift and change. So when someone is first asked to understand that an irritating person is merely offering this person a mirror image of themselves, this person may resist the idea. Rather, they may argue that they are not the angry, depressed, sad, critical, guilt-ridden, or complainer person that person who is mirroring, teaching, is reflecting. The problem lies with the other person, right? Blame it on the other person, right? My friends, not so. This is not the case, not even by a long shot. (laughs) It would be convenient if we could always place the blame on the other person, Yeah, that's not always the case. And yet this is not always so easy to also recognize. So first, you just want to ask yourself if the problem truly is the other person's and not my own. Then why does being around that person affect me so negatively? Why am I triggering? You want to check in with yourself. Like what is really happening? 
Why am I being triggered? If the problem truly is the other person's and not my own, then why does being around that person affect me so negatively? Why am I triggering? So our mirrors may reflect our human shortcomings because what we are healing, what we are workshopping, what we are upgrading or wanting to upgrade or what we are clearing from unconsciousness to become conscious of may more easily be seen in others than ourselves for our mirrors help us to be able to see our shortcomings more clearly. And that's why even though it can be uncomfortable, I also have a part of me that I now recognize like, oh, this is exciting because this is where the rubber meets the road. Oh, this is the treasure. I can actually excavate, you know, the stuff, this dense energy that's ready to release and I'm seeing it through someone and then I end up having more gratitude for that person mirroring because I'm able to see something that I may have had a blind spot before in seeing it. Okay, so our, our mirrors may reflect our human shortcomings and they also, our mirrors may ma- like magnified pictures. They may magnify the picture. So mirroring is often magnified to enhance getting our attention. What we see is enhanced to look larger than life so we won't overlook the message. Making sure that we get the big picture, get the big picture, get the big picture, which is where the whole zoomed out because when you zoom out, you see the big picture. So for example, although you're not even close to being somebody who may be really overbearing, critical type of character that your mirror is reflecting, seeing this behavior in your mirror will help you see how your nitpicking habits are no longer serving you. And so if you see an extreme version of something that you have in a mild form, it may just kind of bring a jolt of awareness and like, oh, okay, oh, okay, that's no longer serving me. And that's where you're not in judgment of it, yet you're using discernment because you're having a recognition and you're having an awareness. And once you're in that self-realization, that's when then you can clear to shift to upgrade your operating system. Okay, so our mirrors may also reflect repressed emotions, repressed emotions. And that's where I was last week. My mirror, one of my mirrors actually reflected some repressed emotions. So our mirrors will often reflect the emotions that we have comfortably repressed over time. Seeing someone else display unleashed similar emotions may very well touch on our stuffed feelings to help bring them to the surface for a balancing healing for the highest good. So just again, our mirrors may reflect our human shortcoming, magnifying pictures and repressed emotions. And then, okay, so there can also be, let's just talk about relationship mirrors, relationship mirrors. Our family, friends, and coworkers may not recognize the mirroring roles they are acting out for us at a conscious level. Nonetheless, my friends, it is no coincidence that we are conjoined within our family units and our relationships to learn from one another. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, we are, my friends. Our family members 
parents, children, siblings often play a major role in terms of mirroring for us. I'll just say praise be, praise be. And this is because it is more challenging or difficult for us to run and hide from them. Besides, avoiding our mirrors is non-productive because, yeah, sooner or later, a bigger mirror will appear to present perhaps a different way, exactly what you're trying to avoid. And I will say, <laughs> years ago, that did happen to me, um, where I was trying to avoid something and a bigger mirror did appear. So my friends, if you can, learn sooner. Huh. But I will say in my human experience, I've definitely had moments where I've learned later. So I have compassion for either way, wherever you are in your process, because I have definitely been there, done that. Uh, and there, speaking of that, there can also be repeating mirror reflections. Ultimately, by avoiding a particular person, we hope that our lives will be less stressful. But it doesn't necessarily work out that way. So why do you suppose some people tend to attract partners with similar issues or challenges repeatedly? If we succeed at getting away from a person without learning what we need to know from the relationship, we can expect to meet up with another person who will very soon reflect a similar or same image upon us. Yes, yes, been there, done that too. Ah, so then what it means is, It's another opportunity. It's a second opportunity will surface for us to take inventory of what we're being called to release that is no longer serving in terms of the human programming. It's all opportunities. And if you really connect into, it's always happening for you. It's always happening for you. And if you really connect into that, you begin to see it from that lens that it's always happening for you. So, You know, so in terms of that, you know, you are presented with a second opportunity that will surface for you to take inventory of what is being called to release that is no longer serving in terms of human programming. And so in terms of that second opportunity, what's amazing is that if, you know, by chance you avoid that second opportunity, so if not, then a third or a fourth until we get the big picture and begin to process the change and the acceptance and have that realization. So you'll have multiple opportunities, which is incredible. Yet at the same time, I do recognize how it can also be uncomfortable. So what we want to do is change the lens, shift the perspective. So when we are confronted with a personality that we find challenging, bothersome, triggering, or uncomfortable to be around, it can be a challenge to comprehend that it is offering us an amazing grand opportunity to learn about ourselves, to allow ourselves to clear and shift and upgrade our programming and our, in essence, our operating system. But by shifting our perspectives and attempting to understand what our human teachers are showing us in their mirror reflections, we can begin to take baby steps towards accepting or healing those wounded and fragmented parts within ourselves. So as we learn what we need to do and adjust our lives accordingly, what's amazing is our mirrors will change. 
That is right. And that's where I'll definitely do a praise be. Our mayors will change. And I've definitely seen that in my life as well. So remember, you know, in terms of people will come and go from our lives, as we always attract new mirror images for us to look at as we progress. And so look at it as a tool. The mirrors are a tool. It's to help us signal what's really going on within our own selves for the story. And people, we also serve as mirrors for others. So we also serve as mirrors for others without sometimes consciously realizing it. We're both students and teachers in this life. And knowing this might make you wonder what types of lessons or realizations, because it's really realizations, that you are offering others by your actions each day, by your sense of beingness each day. Because the thing is, if you're showing up in light and physical form, just you being there in terms of your light, it offers the opportunity for someone else in terms of clearing and healing and upgrading. So that is the flip side of the mirroring concept. So for now, though, what you really want to do is really focus on your own reflections and what the people in your current circumstances are. You know, some people say like teaching you. I actually like to think of it as, you know, our offering in terms of realizations for self. So what realizations are these opportunities offering you? And also remember, anytime you walk into somewhere like a grocery store or a coffee shop, my friends, you have free will. You have free will. So whatever energies are circulating in this collective place that you have agreed to enter, it doesn't mean that they will be absorbed by you. If your energy field is intact, then they will be deflected off of you. However, if you have programming within your human, within your energy field, within your mental, emotional, physical bodies that matches someone else, then you may feel a twinge within your energy field of the similar programming for the vibrational frequency matches. And if that's the case, then it's the same steps in terms of using um, mindfulness to kind of see what's going on and then using energy healing to clear and also connecting into using compassion for self and others because it simply means that this programming within you is being called to be either cleared or updated and someone else is mirroring it for your human to recognize your human to recognize so if I or someone else trigger in private or public, I really work on connecting in or I practice. I'm going to cancel clear that word work and substitute it with the word practice. I practice deep compassion for it isn't pleasant or comfortable to be in reactive states. It's uncomfortable. And so many are talking sovereignty right now. And I just will say, my friends, if you're angry, you aren't free. If you're blaming a person, a company, the government, 
which is an entity, you aren't free. If you're mad that your barista made a mistake on your drink order, my friend, you're in pain of some kind and probably depleted of energy and definitely not free. So the whole aspect of sovereignty is really being in that space of groundedness, alignment, and being in the vibrational energy of love, peace, joy, abundance. Yet it doesn't mean that your human is still not going to experience triggers because your human is in the process of that innovation evolving. It's evolving. Your human is evolving light in terms of physical form, which means your physical form is clearing these deep programming and allowing then an upgraded in the operating system. So really, like when I think of sovereignty and freedom, I really think of freedom from those trance states of being caught in that programming that's painful, that is this unconscious space that is possibly in that real triggered space and and uncomfortable in terms of the the way the energies are coming through and moving through. Um, and when I think of real freedom and sovereignty, I think of being for me in a, in a grounded space of alignment and joy and peace and free from reactivity and in a space that I, I can maintain compassion, love, peace, joy, abundance, and, understand that I can recognize my light and someone else's light and be in a peaceful place within it all. To me, that's the aspect of sovereignty. And I do recognize, you know, we're just in a space right now where the human is in, like is evolving, is is in terms of there's an innovation happening. And so with that then comes leaning into the curiosity and compassion and allowing that loving kindness as we all move through this process in different ways because we're all in different places and we all have different intentions as well. And so recognizing that we can have differences, yet also we can also be in enjoyment that we're all bringing this light and form and with it bringing in a greater good for all, if you will. So, okay, so, yeah, so, um, and also just remember, people will come and go in our lives, and as we always attract new mirror images for us to look at as we progress, and that's kind of how you can note in terms of progression, um, which is, you know, also interesting. I had an experience of that a couple days ago where I, I met someone at a coffee shop and I was like, oh, this is interesting. My vibrational frequency uh, has shifted and I just noted um, where I was in terms of the progression. And it was just really exciting for me to have that self-realization moment. Um, yeah, so really the self-developing and evolving and you know, we want human existence to be easy and free-flowing, yet at this point, it just can be complicated. <laughs> And the history of the human is so much more than we even really understand at this point. 
So something to note as a tool of understanding. You know, if it's creating a trance-like state in the human, then it means your light doesn't have full control over your human. It means that there possibly is some shadow energy within your human being called to bring attention to, to recognize, to acknowledge, to heal, to allow to heal, and when ready to clear and shift, then allowing an upgrading of the system. So, all right, everyone, that is it for now. Thank you, everyone, for joining. Feel free to listen to this as often as you feel you need to to support and further clearing, uplifting, and elevating your consciousness for your highest good. And if anyone has any questions, feel free to reach out. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at inspiringyou.co. Much love, peace, joy, gratitude, and Reiki blessings, everyone. Thank you.